0: Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge, episode 74, or 2.7, depending how you want to look at it. Uh, my name is Balth, I am one of your hosts, I'm joined this week by... New Zabian. And Burgundy. Yay! And Trial Access has returned to the Realm to kill again. Um, actually, he's moving still, so we wish him the best of luck. Uh, the gamers ledge move ever. Yeah, it's a very long move. Gamers ledge Podcast is, of course, a free pro- podcast bringing you timely news about something we and we think you are passionate about. Uh, if you'd like to support us so we can keep making podcasts, please visit our website at gamersledge.com where you can read more stories, uh, see video reviews, and leave comments on what you'd like and what you'd like to see change, and ask questions for future episodes. Um, Burgundy, what have you been playing? It's been three weeks, I should note, before... Uh, we start the show that since the last podcast, uh, I got sick, then I lost internet, and then I was traveling. So, hooray! For... So, it's all your fault? It's pretty much all my fault. Uh, so, what have you been up to for the last three weeks, Burgundy?
1: Um, actually, I've had a pretty productive week as far as gaming goes. Um, I Since I finally landed a job, I could actually enjoy life again. Yay. And I played through Biosho- uh, Bioshock Infinite was the big playthrough I had. Which, oh damn, that is just. I, I finished the game, and I put the controller down, and I just said, I actually audibly said, "This is why I play games."
0: Now, see, I I'm not there yet. I think I'm about halfway through, um, but yeah, I I don't want to capitalize your your. No, don't.
1: On. It's it's just you know, go through the game, enjoy it, take your time. It's you know, I'm. Um, Pretty much in full agreement with the Adam Sessler review, like that he went out there, and it's just a, I just love the way the ending came together and what they did story-wise of the game, and had a lot of fun with the game. It's just—I
0: have to uh, ask, what mode did you play it on?
1: What mode? Oh, easy
0: mode. On. Just <laughs> you know. see, I'm playing it on hard for my first playthrough.
1: Yeah, you see, that doesn't happen with me anymore because otherwise, I'll never get anything finished. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: I, I understand, but I had heard. I don't know why I heard, or, or what specifically, but I heard you had to play through on hard for something. And so really? that's what I did. Yeah. Oh. So that's what. Did. Now, did you unlock, what was it, 1999 mode by finishing it on easy?
1: Um, I didn't notice it, but I read up on when I saw what 1999 mode was. No way. I would, I would rather, rather slam my junk in a door for an hour. I mean, it's... <laughs> That's not fun to me. It doesn't sound like fun.
0: No, it doesn't sound like fun to me. I either.
1: understand some people it's fun and I, I understand that you know it's you know there's a there's a hardcore gaming semi- segment out there that just really loves it. I mean, I remember back when I played like Mega Man 8 in college and I had all the skills and all the time in the world to just perfect
0: that. I don't have it anymore. Well, you know, though did you play Demon Souls or Dark Souls? No. <laughs> Why? Why would
1: I do that to myself?
0: See, I I actually really enjoyed that, but I don't think I would enjoy it in a first-person shooter. Yeah, I
1: could see definitely not enjoying it in a first-person shooter.
0: Didn't they release Steven Souls for free on PSN? They did. And if you have not played it, I I, I tell you... I I might have to try it. The first time I played it, I'm not exaggerating. This is a real time, because I made sure to track it. It was... It took me, I was on the first level for four hours before something in my head clicked and I got combat. And from there, I was good for the rest of the game.
1: I've heard that with everybody with that game. They they it's, say it's just like a thing.
0: And, and, and you know, I, I never, I, I knew the difficulty spike going in, so I wasn't... I wa I never got to the point where I wanted to, you know, put the controller down and just say, oh. but I, I was trying to be meticulous in learning every pattern, everything of where I needed to go to get through stuff and then eventually just something clicked in my head and it was like I was back in the late eighties all over again. Nice. I mean, it was literally like, you know, when you played Akari Warriors and you beat the game for the first time because you needed so many quarters to do it in the arcade, that was the exact same thrill I got. But I don't think that I would enjoy that in a first-person shooter because I'm playing on hard now, and there's, there's times where I'm, like, redoing a level, like, 20 times, and I'm going... Why did I pick hard? You know, and I can change it down, but I'm afraid to, because if there's some kind of trophy or whatever it is, why? I, I started to read something that was a spoiler that said you had to play on hard, and I quick stopped it. But now I got it in my head that I have to do it, and so I'm, I'm, I'm going through on hard.
1: I'll have to check it out and read the books. I mean, if, if it's worth going through again, I mean, I, I probably will, because it is just, you know, it's a great game. I'm definitely going to be going back to that one over and over again over the years.
0: Yeah, I'm just curious if there's a new game plus. I don't think there's a new game plus. I think everybody's talking about 99
2: mode and that's it. Yeah, that's one of the big gripes is there's no new game plus.
0: Because, man, I'd love to keep my vigors.
2: There's actually an article over on – well, calling it an article might be a bit of an exaggeration, but a uh, tirade over on Omega Level that uh, Caffeine powered went through griping about the big loss of the generation seems to be the loss of the new game plus.
0: Mm. well let's see I, I know have you been playing anything else Burgundy?
1: oh yeah Um, I also uh, picked up Guacamelee
0: you
1: guys oh, heard about so that? so did I oh. <laughs> so it's just like the greatest gaming month of my life right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you also pick up Defiant? no why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Because you'd like to play with us? <laughs> he just likes well, playing with himself. That would be social.
1: I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> no, I see what it is.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Guacamelee does have two-player co-op. Just saying.
1: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, and I should tack down my score a little bit for that game.
0: Oh, so what but did it's you?
1: Absolutely, uh, the the whole ca- uh, Metroidvania subgenre is like my absolute favorite subgenre of games, and I love this studio because they made, uh, Drinkbox Studios made that um, Attack of the Killer Blob, mm-hmm. um, or the Mutant Blob from Outer Space, yeah, Mutant Blob from Outer Space, I forget the name of it, sorry, and um, that was a really great game, I played it on the Vita, um, just love that game to death, and when they announced this game, and I'm like, alright, that sounds pretty cool, like, I like the aesthetic, I like the whole Lucha labor thing, I like the whole, you know, the art style to it and then i started seeing the gameplay i thought it was just originally like a 2d beat em up which i'm on board for as well cuz that's mm-hmm. another favorite genre of mine but then it started saying that it was actually more of like you know the you know the metroidvania style and i'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> it is just perfect and the whole going back and forth between like you know the land of the dead or the the land of the dead and living the whole style in that all the references in the game it's just it's just i love it
0: yeah, it's so much fun. For those that aren't familiar with what what it is about, it's basically you are a good guy who immediately gets killed at the beginning of the game, which is not a spoiler because it's it really is like in the first 30 seconds of the game. Yeah. Um, And you're brought back to life as a luchador who in Mexico is basically a superhero. And you train from all kinds of crazy people like goat trainers and... Uh, you you learn new moves and you are able to alternate between the land of the dead and the land of the living and there are puzzles and yeah it's uh, Metroidvania is exactly the the way that I would describe it um but it's really smart level design,
1: yeah and it's really been it hasn't really great it's first time in a really long time that I've actually wanted to like, really get into the platforming and skill and get all the hidden stuff. And it's making me feel like I'm actually a a real gamer again. (laughs) Because (laughs) all those, like, skills that I was just complaining about a few minutes ago. That's what I was going to say. I mean,
0: like, you know, there's a huge disparity there. This is exactly the difficulty level that you were just complaining about. But it's,
1: uh, it's hypocritical. Yes, totally. I'll admit that. But, But, you know, I
0: I think that's what's great about gaming is you've got those days where you just want to play on easy mode and breeze through it and experience a story, but then there's days that you feel like hunkering down and playing the same level 27 times until you get the thing that you're going for. Exactly.
1: But I think for me, like what you were saying earlier about, like, you know, why do I want to do this on a first-person, I don't think I'd want to do this on a first-person shooter. Yeah. That's the way It's like a 2D platforming game, that's kind of like, you know, my bread and butter for like, you know the entirety of my early gaming life so i mean when you do something in that genre i'm more inclined to play that and you know i the muscle memory kicks in and you're just like oh yeah i remember how to do this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so
0: but um it's a really really well designed game um and it's cross uh cross by yes so you get it on both the vita and the the uh, ps3
1: yes although i'm completely stuck on this one boss oh my god
0: and I will say that I got got my guacamole for free. Nice, how'd that happen? Uh, because last month they ran a buy fifty on PSN, get ten. Oh, you got that? Yeah. And they actually gave me twenty. Oh, sweet. So, because I'm a special, apparently. <laughs> I still never got that. I
1: still never got that one. That's like you know, thanks for being a PSN subscriber. Here's money.
0: Yeah, but the the thing about it is, is they put that in your box. You only have a limited time to get it. Otherwise, it goes away.
1: Yeah, but I never saw the oh. email at all. Oh well, that sucks. Yeah, and I was a day
0: one buyer of that. That's yeah, I was not. I actually resisted.
1: Yeah, PS... that's why you're. That's why everybody else is it, because I'm a sucker. They're like, oh, we don't need to appease him. He's gonna buy
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> we gotta keep this guy coming back because he took like six months to join Pius. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he was on the fence. Burgundy is a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of suckers, Neo, what have you been playing? Shut up! Oh, and injustice! Uh, oh, 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 oh! oh, yo, oh we, right, right, right! Injustice. So. We can just talk about that later, though. I'm yeah, we'll talk work, about fine. that later because <laughs> there's lot to talk about there. So, what have you been playing, Neo? As uh, if I don't know. I, I
2: think the last I think the last game I played came out in like
0: 1972 or something. That is um, not true because you and I have been playing one together.
2: I know. Uh, yeah, that's that's been my main place uh, probably the last three weeks, pretty much. Which is kinda of sad considering how low level I am if it's been three weeks. But uh <clears throat> been playing Defiance mostly. Uh, some some with our, our good buddy Balth here and some on my own. Um it's definitely an interesting game. I, I, I'm I'm not sure how long it'll last because to be honest, it's not that deep.
1: It's it's pretty shallow. But uh yeah, I'm, I'm taking <clears throat> <laughs> what, what did you say? <laughs> I said you have my attention. It's not that deep. It's real
0: shallow. I'm interested <laughs> now. You know, I, I have to say this. The, the, I I read, I've been reading some other reviews because I'm still trying to formulate my review on it, and and I just kind of like to always look and see what other folks say. And I think the one thing that stuck out to me is that uh, there was a paragraph in one of the reviews that said that it's basically every th- cliche from an MMO that you could think of, that's what this game is. It's go here and kill these enemies or kill three waves of these enemies or go here and interact with these three things to get the data and then come back and deliver it. And and I mean, that's literally every... But the nice part about it is, is it's pretty doggone easy. <laughs> but, but the funny part is, is exactly what you said, Neo, is that, you know, I've... We've been playing this pretty consistently for the last three weeks, and we are not very high level. I guess it's just because I'm not dedicating eight hours a day to it?
2: I guess, I mean... Because I I
0: have a job?
2: I haven't been checking out what other players' levels are, but... I know that there's people that I've, you know, occasionally when I'm I'm out there, and if, if you're familiar with Guild Wars, for, for those of you who haven't done this, it's pretty much the same thing. If an event is going on for anyone, and you walk into that area, you can join. It doesn't matter. Well, some story missions matter, but for the most part, you can walk into an area where something is going on and just hop in. So it's it's on the fly party building if you will. It's not really a party but you all get credit for it and the Ark Falls are are another thing altogether. They're, I don't even know how to describe it. They're,
0: they're random events that, that basically take place that anyone can see on the map and go to and they're either done as solos or as chain events where you might and you can kind of tell from the map because if it's a single Ark Fall event then there will just be one specific icon But if it's a chain event, then there will be a large red circle with multiple icons inside of it. And it doesn't matter what order you tackle it because everyone kind of, the last one doesn't pop until everyone finishes the ones before it. Um, And then you get graded overall for the entire chain. But I think the big thing about the auto partying system is that because, and I think this is more of a detriment, in Guild Wars you kind of have to because the 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 events are so strong that you can't solo them. Whereas here, you've got no impetus to bar to party up unless you just want to spend time with a friend or something like that, because you can do an arc fall by yourself.
2: Oh yeah, an arc fall you can. Now the, there's that one, and a lot of the missions you can too. But there was that one where the e rep soldiers are being held prisoner. And you can do the part where you sweep the buildings and get the individual guys by yourself pretty much, but you cannot do that part in the square by yourself well, maybe you
0: can if you die five hundred thousand times I you did, did it, it by, by yourself I did it by myself and how many times did you die it took me it took me about twenty tries, so don't, don't i'm not saying that it's easy, but you can do it by yourself because yeah. you can eventually whittle them down right but it's it, you know.
2: There, there are things that are much easier to do with a group than there are by yourself.
0: But. Yeah, and and I mean the game is good. There's it, it's got some clunky interface issues, especially yeah. when partying up, because it, it likes to. A lot of things are instanced, and so what'll happen? And they call them phases in this one. So I could be teamed with Neo Sapien, and he starts a story mission, and he it just it, he just disappears. And it tells me that he's shifted to a different phase, and then I have to open my menu and go, you know, set it to shift to his phase, and then if he's somewhere else, I can then use the menu to, to teleport to him. Why, why, why don't you just make that automated? Why isn't it that everybody in a party just auto-shifts to the proper phase of whoever's doing the storyline, and keeps you with them. That's that that's its little stuff like that. I mean, but I I could also chalk that up to it is an MMO. It's the, you know, it's still the first week, two weeks of launch and they're still they're having some growing pains, but you know overall it's fun. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, it's it's not perfect, but it's
2: fun, and it is action-based, even more so than Guild Wars. Oh, yeah, it's very action-based. So, so I mean, you, you really feel like you're basically playing a third-person shooter. Now, I know shooter Iranians, shooter rights, shooter-whatevers <laughs> will probably complain that the shooting mechanic is too loose and blah, 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 blah. blah. But for someone like me, who's not a huge, great, like awesome-at-shooter person... It's good. I, I have gripes with the sniper rifle. It seems to miss at times where there is absolutely no reason for it to miss. So I don't know if there is some random oh, It's in there, the background.
0: No, oh, there what? is. It's, it's based on the, your skill level with that weapon. Okay. And so if you pick up a sniper rifle for the first time, uh, you have a probability to miss until you start leveling up your sniper rifle skill.
2: Okay cuz cuz yeah I mean I mean center of mass core shot not shaking not getting shot at by anyone and it misses what um so the uh you know there 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 are there's there's obviously there's that random element in there uh but overall I mean I'm I've been pretty much solid with the assault assault rifles my main weapon and I really haven't had a whole lot of problems with many things Um, some of the things can be frustrating, like some of the arc falls there won't, although it seems like they must've patched it because more and more arc falls have, uh, ammo boxes near them now, but it used to be for a while there, you know, there would be like no ammo boxes anywhere. And you're like going through every single weapon. And when you're in an arc fall with 40 people around you going into your menu is painful. It's just
0: painful. Now, now see, that's, that's one thing that you and I have both differed on. And I don't know if it's a connection issue. I know you have really bad lag when you go into an arc fall. I have never had lag. I switch my menus constantly in an arc fall because I'm switching between loadouts. That's that's another huge gripe of mine, is that you can have multiple loadouts, you but have you have to go to the menu to switch them out. And so that can be really annoying at times. But uh, But that being said, each weapon feels different they feel the, the shoot. I think the shooting mechanics are tight. It's just the, you know, the extra probability if you suck with a weapon, then you might have a little harder time actually hitting. Right. Um, but the, the big thing for me is, is that it's actually a hybrid. It's third person most of the time, but if you attach a scope to any, uh, any item, pretty much any item, you actually move to first person mode. So you're sniping in first person. Right And shooting from the hip in third person, so that's it's, it's an interesting combination, and I actually enjoy it quite a bit because you know I'm a, I'm a sniper, but what, I think one of the interesting things is that normally i 'm a camper sniper, and it's really hard to camp in this game because stuff is constantly moving to you and attacking you, mm-hmm. and that has actually caused me to use a weapon that i've that I almost never use in any shooting game any, ever, which are shotguns because mm-hmm. They're so, they swarm me after I snipe them a couple times and I have to switch to a shotgun just to clear the area around me. So, I mean, I guess kudos to them for making me use something that I never use, but it's it's definitely an interesting game. It's not, it's like you said, it's not very deep, but I think it is a lot of fun. And when you have multiple friends, you know, logged on that you're playing with, I think it's even more fun.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the day, it is still fun. Um, you know, as long as, you know, I, I have been having some internet issues, which I finally got the dang company to listen to me that it's not my end. So hopefully they're getting fixed. But aside from that, um, the, uh, you know, it it actually has been really fun to play and I've let both of my boys start playing it. Um, there's a little bit of language. So for family people out there, there's both replacement words and not replacement words. So, um, Oh stacco, oh stacco, yeah, and Cass it's really funny that you know the the the- co- the concurrence of that name and then that character is, is quite humorous in my household. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that, so anyway, um defiance, yeah i I've been trying to figure out what I think of Defiance too, and then I sit down and play it, and I have like for four hours and I have fun and i I, I have no problem burning four hours on the game, but then at the end of the thing, I'm like. Well, I just like did the same thing over and over and over and over again. Why was I finding this fun?
1: Hey, Burgundy? So, I don't know. Are, are you guys you, watching this TV show too? Like, this <laughs> is supposed to be a tie-in, right?
0: Well, so that's that's. Let, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, um, I thought it was fairly cool in that the they have what are called episode missions, and the first episode mission that you do actually sets up the first episode of the show. Um, so that's kind of nice. It It's not like a major tie-in, but, you know, you're dealing with um, basically a, a relic or a device that shows up in the first, I don't know, I think it's ten minutes of the show. So you know how they got the relic, but what the show does better is actually explaining all the aliens, explaining the history of the show, and our history of the world and giving you a more fleshed out feel the game does like none of nothing. that nothing it you just throws no you idea. in and says <laughs> here you go and have hat. and you're like oh oh are these all related it's, aliens or what and, and it, it
2: throws the term "voton" out there in the loading screen and you have no idea none yeah. of the aliens are called voton. you're like what in the world
0: is going on I here? still don't <laughs> know what a voton is you know i That's mean it, it's, it's, no i know from 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 the game, from the game i'm right. saying I have no idea what it is. It talks about the Voton the Council and talking about the episode, yeah. It's... Yeah, yeah. So I've watched uh the first fifteen minutes of the first episode. Uh, I have I've got the episode queued up but I haven't watched it. But I do know that already from uh tri- I actually Trial Access watched it and he he really liked it. And well, I saw suck. I saw things in there that I really liked and then I saw things that were very generic. So I don't know how the show is going to go, but I think the crossover is going to be very minimal between the game and... uh, You know, they're saying, basically, at least for Season 1, they have to get the show out the gates and get it renewed. And if they do that, then they're going to be able to do more crossover stuff with the game, so... I
2: I am expecting that there will be landmark episodes of the show where we'll see new episode missions show up in the game. That will show some interconnectivity now the first set of episodes did, did you watch the show bergs
1: uh no i haven't a friend of mine was recommending and other friends of mine were recommending it too uh i just haven't had a chance to to catch okay. up on it
2: well the main characters from the show that you see in the commercial nolan the the human and oh, what's her name asara uh, i forget i think that's her name maybe anyway they're the two characters you interact with in the episode, the first set of episode missions um, which now apparently are no longer available because my last my, my my younger son started playing it this week and he has no episode missions available. So apparently they are sequenced to align with certain episodes of the show, is what it appears. Oh, really? So I'm so- guessing there's going to be landmark episodes where episode missions are going to show up, either the week prior or the week after the show that they're going to connect to, and there'll be there'll be limited time events.
0: Well, that's interesting, then. That means that anytime time we see that uh, episode marker come up, we need to go do it immediately. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Nolan and uh, Erisa. Erisa. That was close. Yeah, that's it. Isara. What's that friends. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, but so, so, Burgundy, I guess my question is, you know, as somebody who's not purchased the game, what would they need to do to entice you to do so?
1: Uh, I'm not sure if that's really fair because I'm not really much of an MMO player to begin with. It doesn't so, feel
2: like an MMO though.
1: No, I, really? I understand I mean... that, but like any kind of massively multiplayer online thing, is kind of not my wheelhouse. We'll so, see what
0: what, what the what thing, you're describing
1: yeah. is actually sounds kind of fun. I like the whole thing, simple down. It's more action based. It's like you know, space and shooting aliens, which I'm all on board with. I mean well it's
0: actually new it's actually San Francisco but it doesn't look like San Francisco it's the bay area uh, in like 50 years at, with terraforming
2: But the only thing that's recognizable is the bridge
0: yeah the golden gate bridge which is torn to hell and you there's a giant robot in front of it that kills you dead 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 <laughs> we tried. We tried about everything. We, we tried to to get past like six it. times to get past it. and it's, I tried. The funny part is when they kill you, you're not dead. You're just on the ground incapacitated and you can crawl. I tried crawling through his legs. <laughs> and it's, There's like was, an invisible wall there. Yeah, there's some kind of barrier. <laughs> you can't do it. But, but, you know, the funny part is the, the reason I bought the game or the reason I wanted it to review and buy is because there's no monthly fee.
1: Yeah, is right. The way the model they went with this is just a one-time shot. It's the sixty dollars, and, yeah. and that's it. It's well, the Guild Wars six, model.
2: Yeah, sixty dollars or ninety-nine for the season pass. Basically, they're going to be doing quarterly um, expansions. And, and they support if you with the microtransactions. Right. And so yeah, microtransactions. Is the other thing, there's a currency in the game called bits, mm-hmm. which are only available if you you know go buy them with real money, which Oops. I absolutely refuse to do. So
0: which I've already done.
2: Yeah,
1: you saw. <laughs> And that's the other reason I don't play those games because I know I'm weak. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so can I finish what else I've been doing this week now?
0: No. No? Okay. Fine. Okay, go ahead.
2: Um, <laughs> where was I? Uh, yeah, my first five words. That's how far we got. Um so anyway, I won't talk anymore about Defiance. Uh, I did download both uh, Demon Souls and uh, the free game from this week, Malicious. Uh, I have not fired up Demon Souls, um, so I can't really talk about that at all. But I did fire up Malicious and got my butt royally handed to me. So um, I'm going to have to take some time and, and figure that one out. Essentially, the game is set up as a boss rush mode. Every level is a boss. And that's it. So... I just watched my son he played it on easy today and he ripped through most of the levels fairly easy um but uh, playing it on normal i got my butt handed to me right royally so uh anyway i'll be looking forward to to uh, working on that some more again those were both uh the psn free games from the last couple of weeks uh also also been doing quite a bit of, of tv watching um finished earth 2 And I'm fairly certain I never saw the final episode, so I don't know if it was never aired or I just missed it, but I I don't remember the final episode of that show at all. Um, Hopefully going to be writing up some thoughts about it. Um, I'm really surprised nobody's grabbed that for a remake or a continuation or something. Uh, Just the whole thing with the way the world is right now, it it just really seems relevant. But anyway, Um, and I also finished the entirety of the guild. I'd only ever watched season one before and, and then they went to Xbox and so in Microsoft Live Marketplace and crap. And so I basically stopped watching it because I wasn't going to pay for it, which I know sucks. I'm sorry, Felicia.
0: You, you um, know, that it was free on the website. I'm just saying.
2: I, I, I didn't actually. Uh, it wasn't originally when, when season two and three first came out yeah, it, was it was on their website. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it wasn't until later. <sighs>
0: It's it's always been free because I've been watching been so. every time that they released a new
2: episode. You're you're lying. You're lying. Trial yeah.
0: access would have my back if he wasn't dead. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so anyway, for whatever. I really hope that he never goes,
1: dies. I'll <laughs> just make all these oh. jokes horrible. Yeah, that
2: would that, would, that really would. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I finally sat down. I I've been uh, put it, watching it on the on the Nook on the, in the Nook Color with the Netflix app. Uh, watching it while I've been on the treadmill and stuff, and then last night I got through Season 5, and I knew Season 6 was on YouTube, so I just went ahead and watched it all. Um, and and I have to say, if they don't do anymore, I'm not sure if it's done or not. It, it was very, it, w- it was a very final point at the end of Season 6. I, and, and I like the way that they did it. I, I like the focus they took. I, I like what they did with it. So I'm happy with it if there's no more episodes. If it's done, it's done. I'm actually happy with that, so... Um, I like it when things end right, and to me that ended right. That was why that last episode of Prison Break never made any sense because it ended right the first time. They didn't need that extra episode. Anyway, whatever. Um, What else was I? Where else else was I? Um, Yeah, so uh, got through that. Hopefully doing that write-up on that sometime in the future here uh, and uh, and also Earth 2. And, of course, I have two Doctor Who reviews to write still, one from last week and one from this week. So hopefully the one from last week I'll get done and put up today. Um, either you guys have been watching slash keeping up with it or...
0: I am I usually wait six and then catch up.
2: So basically you're going to wait till the season's done and then watch it. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the same way I've been doing. Um, I just... I'm stuck on, like, you know, really bad cable, so I feel dirty watching anything in standard definition.
2: <laughs> well, there are ways around that, you realize, right? <laughs> I know. Um,
1: so. But I'm also <laughs> honest.
2: <laughs> Damn honesty. Yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, uh, so, really, that, that's pretty much what, I, what I've been up to. Um, and I know there's been other stuff I've been doing, but for the life of me, I have no idea what it was. Actually, Defiance has been consuming quite a bit of my time. Which, again, really makes me sad that I'm like only level 330 or something like that.
0: I know, me too. Well, uh, I've been, as, as we mentioned, uh, playing Defiance. Uh, I finished the Walking Dead video review and then the Walking Dead Survival Instinct video review, which are up on the site. Um, I got the final build of Slender the Awakening, and I've been playing that for a video review. Um, that's hard. And they actually, you know, I, I thought the previous eight pages level was hard. The one after it is actually fairly ridiculous. Um, but it's very good at the same time. Uh, I've been liking it quite a bit. Um, uh, Tood Monkey, one of our uh, community members, actually uh, sent me a copy of Bioshock Infinite for review. So we're working on the video review for that. I have to say that I also love it very much. Um, I think that the graph, uh, you know, there. Uh, is this one of your discussion topics, Burgundy?
1: Um, I mean, we could just transition right into that. I'm yeah. sure. I mean,
0: okay, so let me let me come back to that in a second. Sure. Um, and then um, beyond that, I've been playing uh a little bit of uh I'm s- still playing Borderlands Two, um, but mostly Defiance. Um, I got the free games also this week and uh i I've, I've actually realized that i have reached the end of my life cycle for the playstation 3 uh because i am down to 15 gigs of free space
2: <laughs> dude every time i download something from the psn plus i have to go delete something
0: <laughs> it it's really you know i have a 375 gig drive in mind that i put in really shortly after i got the the slim and uh, I, I cannot believe it's full. And I'm now, you know, it, it used to be easy. Well, I don't need this. I can, you know, download it later if I want to play it. I only have stuff that I actually want on my PS3, and I'm down 15 gigs. Um, so uh, I've also been watching a lot of Twitch TV. Um, and uh, uh, there's some things to talk about there, Injustice Gods Among Us being one of them. But let's talk about Bioshock Infinite. Sure. I cannot tell you the first time... uh, I can't tell you the last time, I should say, that I spent the first hour, hour and a half of a game just looking around. Mm Mm-hmm. The opening sequence of that game is probably one of the most well-constructed, well-paced, and beautiful openings to a... a, an environment or a world that I've ever seen. I have to agree with that. Um, Are you talking the-
2: about before or after the reenactment of Close Encounters of a Third Kind?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: You're talking about the intro. I'm trying to figure out if you're talking about before or after a certain event. Um, I would say that this is before all hell breaks loose. Okay, but after you've ascended, so to speak.
0: Correct. Okay. Correct. Well, I'm I mean, to be even spoiler-free here. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> and I—that's the site mission. So, I—I I would say that even the the setup to getting to Columbia is extremely oh, I, well done.
2: Yeah, I—that whole, well, you know, I called it. The, the Close Encounters is a third kind because that's about as close a thing as I can think of. The, the whole – once you get to the top of the thing and you start – Oh, and see, I'm,
0: I'm thinking of, of the, the three uh, vehicles strafing you in your car portion of Close Encounters with Third. Time. Oh no, the I was, of, movie. I was thinking yeah, about uh, making movie things movie. out of mashed
1: potatoes so I Well there's no that too, you know?
0: <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, what like, I don't remember any mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> uh, that part of the movie. <laughs> wait, wait, are you spoiling a, a are you spoiling Idiots. a twenty seven year old movie now? Come on. Now. Uh, yeah, yes, you know. I am
2: spoiling a right. movie that's old as I am.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But um no, I I you know literally moving from Rapture to Columbia is such a contrast of you know it's dark, it's oppressive, it's claustrophobic, you're afraid the water's gonna come in at any point in time and in Columbia it's vivid, it's bright it's, uh, to use the old definition, it's gay it's it's lively it feels like a lived-in place and a place that you'd want to visit. And it's such a stark contrast to me. And even after All Hell Breaks Loose, you don't lose that as you progress throughout the game. Yes, there are some dark areas, but I still have to say that the the just the shift in environment and color palette is so dramatic that... They, they do feel like completely standalone games, even though there is a, a subtle story thread tying them together. Well, at least as far as I've made it in the game, I'm only about halfway through, so.
1: It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> the That's that's kind of the wonderful thing about this game. Um, I initially, like, I wasn't a day one purchaser of this game. I was kind of in the camp that there's no way it's going to live up to the hype. Um... I was really concerned about all the development hell scares that were coming out on the game. Um, remember, like, over the years where there was, like... Uh, didn't they, like, not show anything at one of the major mm-hmm. shows? And it was just like, okay, we saw something last year. Last year, Now we're not seeing anything this year. And that's usually a terrible sign. So I was kind of convinced that this was just going to be one of those, you know, games that just come out and just big disappointment. And um, was it that Dai Katana? Was that a big one from years ago? Yes. And um, I thought it was going to be something on the level of that. So I was really happy to be dead wrong about this one. People started raving about it. There were some great reviews. I went and picked it up. So not disappointed. <laughs> the, the, the art, de- I mean, just the art design throughout the whole game is just really good. Um, the music is just, I think that's something that's really going to be appreciated for years and years and years in the game.
0: The, the missus literally asked me as we were playing through whether or not uh, we could get the soundtrack for it. Because she... I mean, I have to say I, again, spoiler free, your very first introduction to Columbia uh, when you finish that sequence and you're walking through with the statues and it, it's... Mm-hmm. The music is so perfect. It It's just you can see the love that was put into crafting not just the world but the game itself
1: and there's all these side conversations that go throughout the game that are just so easy to miss if you're not just traveling around um because you could go up and it's not like they're they're not interactive you just go up and people are talking so i think it's kind of like they i think they're triggered as you like walk by them or something like Mm -hmm. that i don't think there's anything you can really miss by just like not being around but there's just a ton of it that just really fleshes out the world. Um, I, I got through the game, and I missed some of those um, audio boxes that they have. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how I missed them, because I thought I was being really methodical in the game.
0: Did you unlock all the extra places you could unlock?
1: I thought I did, but I had a lot of lockpicks at the end of the game, so I must have missed something.
0: Because I've, I've found several boxes behind locked doors. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't do that lock, you there's you wouldn't have gotten them all. I, and you know, that's I already can tell. I'm pretty sure I've missed some of the uh the old style movie viewers mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I've missed a couple of boxes myself. So I know I'll be playing this again to go back through and complete that because Yeah. It <laughs> those those little movie picture things are so hilariously bad. Yeah. But and it's exactly what they were like. Exactly. During that time period. And and it's
1: just such a neat way to like the way they flesh stuff out. I mean, because like, you know, half of them are just like, you know, complete propaganda style films. And just like the way they look is just, man, they just did such a great job on that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just, you know, I don't like, I don't like gushing over. I don't like over gushing about a game. But this is easily going to be game of the year. I can't see giving it to anything else, you know, at this point. Just oh, because... I don't know.
0: The, the the year is young still for gaming. Oh it's going to be tough to top this. It really is. And you know, there are the, I I have some complaints about the game. You know, there's a lot of gamification of things that don't really need to be in there. There's a lot of I it, I I don't know if I'm just ruined by The Walking Dead, but I I, I I almost feel like the first person shooting detracts from the story a little bit. I get it that it's a game and you have to have game aspects and mechanics, but you know, there's a lot of times like uh, the first time you see Elizabeth as a as an example. Mm-hmm. There's no shooting. There's no. It's curiosity. You're moving from point A to point B and interacting with things to see mm-hmm. what's going on, and there's no shooting involved there. Um, I I just wish that maybe you could have other ways to engage in combat besides just first-person shooting. And that's probably a really esoteric gripe. It's not really, I mean, it's not bad gameplay. No. It's it just, just kind of
1: goes game. with the genre. I mean, a lot of people have complained, like, you know, just like, you know, you go from one section to another, and it's like, you know, okay, here's a murder box, you know, where you just got to slaughter a bunch of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It happens. It's just, you know, kind of like... well, make-
0: and, and that's my point entirely. Like, for example, I will say that I made it to a murder box... Before I was supposed to get to the murder box, and I realized what it was initially, because one of the things I will say is that if you find ammo lying around on the ground and health lying around on the ground, then you know that there's going to be some kind of big battle here yeah I mean that's that's really all it is, and there was no big battle when I was there, and I'm like, "Oh, I must have done the I must have come here prematurely, and so I made sure not to pick up anything off the ground. Because I knew if I did I wouldn't have it later when it came time to do some murdering. Right. And sure enough, uh that was one of the fights that I ended up doing like twenty seven times. Let me say that the handyman suck. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with what the handyman is, he's the big daddy of this game and he sucks.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> one time in the game I got I got completely trapped in a corner, and I just couldn't get out. I'm like, all right, this sucks. (laughs) So I just saw this, like, close-up blob of, like, me getting my ass kicked.
0: (laughs) You know, I I do have to say that um, the... mm, I don't know that I can even talk about these without spoilers, but Elizabeth's help in the game... <laughs> that sounds dirty. Yes, well. Well, you know, there's things I like about it and there's things I don't. Uh, a lot of times her help is not very helpful, but then there's times that her help is extremely helpful. But the thing that I like the least is that every time I die and she's with me, she stabs me with some medicine and I come back to life. And that's <laughs> extremely game of you know, that's one of the few things that actually takes me out of the experience. <laughs> I don't know how they could have really tackled it better, but, you know, have you ever just jumped off the side of a building? In the game? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Try it. You know what happens? You reappear right at the top of the building. Nice. And so I'm, I'm wondering why they didn't carry that through to your deaths. Hmm. You know, why, why make it so that you're fading in and out of consciousness and you see Elizabeth stabbing you with some kind of liquid to revive you over okay. and over and over again? Uh, Yeah, never mind. I mean, I can see it once in a while, but it's kind of weird uh, every every time. I will say one thing about the
1: whole, like, Elizabeth, you know, uh, addition to the game. How awesome was it? Like, did you just, like, squeal with happiness when the first time you got into a firefight after you got her that it said, don't worry about her. She can handle herself. I did. (laughs) I did.
0: I totally saw that, and I'm like, huh, that's. That's an intro. I don't think I've ever had somebody tell me that before. Because you know I've played Resident Evil, other things where you know your partner AI is retarded. That was
1: my huge. That was my biggest concern. We're getting into this game when I saw that that was going to be like a key element to it. I'm like, uh, like, why do they keep doing this? And bravo, they did it right.
0: Yeah, I I really thought it was going to be eco with with guns. Mm-hmm. You know, but they, it isn't, and I was really glad for that. I mean, That's she funny. takes care of. it. I wasn't even her. thinking that. Yeah, because I mean, I was really afraid it was going to be a case where you had to lead her around by the hand and tell her go here, wait here, et cetera, and then you know, kill all the bad guys and then come back for her. But thankfully, they they went a different route. I mean, I could I could see how that could work, but I could also see how that would be horrible. So I I, I like the way they they took it here, and you know, when you're off sky hooking around. She's like, don't worry about me. I'm all right down here. Yeah. <laughs> you Continue on and I'll meet up with you. And I'm like, oh, all right, great. Great. You're not annoying me. I like you. You're so. the best escort mission ever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, except when you got to stop her from dancing, but that's whatever. <laughs> so, um, let's move on to the next thing that we have um an acquaintance of mine from when i used to be very active on destructoid uh her name is megan marie and she's uh an attractive passionate gamer who not only does phenomenal cosplay but she actually works in the industry she uh started writing on destructoid she started doing some freelancing and then she got a job at game informer as an editor and now she works at Crystal Dynamics as a communications and community manager. Um, and I've linked, I'm linking the blog, uh, her blog, in the artwork window of the podcast, so you can read it. Um, but the basic gist that she put up uh, a couple weeks back is this: um, at a professionally sponsored Tomb Raider cosplay event, a representative from a media outlet started an interview with the girls by asking them how they felt being at an event where they knew none of the men there could please them. And Megan started objecting, and when she did, she was told that she was an oversensitive feminist, and she managed to run him off and then alert uh, the organization where this was happening, which was PAX, uh, who then, I think, responded appropriately and banned that individual from attendance at any other event for life. But it triggered something in her that she realized that it was time to stand up not only for others, which she has a tendency to do, but for herself which she she never really does and she relates some seriously sad tales of what's happened to her personally in the industry and not only are they sad but kind of disturbing and I wanted to take a moment to address the evolution of our of the industry Um, and I'm actually very surprised that uh, things like this are still occurring today what do you guys think As far as surprise that they're still
1: occurring, unfortunately, you know, the overall industry, even though it is skewing older and older as, you know, I mean, let's face it, you know, I'm 37. You guys are what?
0: I'm about to turn 39. Wow, really? Yeah. I'm not used to being the youngest. (laughs) Oh, I think Neo Sapiens.
2: I'll be 37 later this year.
0: Yeah. Okay. He's the baby face so that's
2: what we have
0: what's this face for anyway
2: go
1: ahead we're all about the same age we've all grown up with gaming you know it that it's been probably our you know one of our primary hobbies for our entire lives i mean i know i started on the pong machine over a neighbor's house Mm -hmm. and then we got the atari 2600 from then you know that was it so as we get older and everything we gain you know more maturity and you know we understand things and you know that's the, the normal course of action However, a lot of gaming is still going to be dominated primarily by, you know, younger teenage guys, you know, younger teenage males, and they can be animals. So that's just going to be a common thing that kind of goes in. Um,
0: Yeah, but we're not talking about Xbox Live here. mm -hmm. We're talking about people working in a professional industry. And I read some of these, and, and, you know, if, if that happened in my industry, those people would have been fired on the spot lawsuits, mm-hmm. etc and it's 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 shocking to me what um what people have been able to get away with and, yeah and that's this isn't like seven years ago, this is like this year
1: I was just reading another article about that um, not related it is i I honestly didn't read this one, so um I can't sit there and You know, saying anything about this one, but it's kind of you know related to from what you're saying there, where they were talking about the whole um, life work balance. Somebody's Mm -hmm. trying to make a studio that's you know made by you know passionate people you know about gaming, but they're older. Um, They said it's primarily dominated by um, you know under thirty two eight under thirty two years old under thirty two year old males because just the nature of the business kind of requires long hours and people with no lives and stuff like that. So you kind of do it when you're, you know, younger and you know not interested in that kind of stuff, which you know tends to attract like, you know, males under the age of thirty-two. So again, you know, that kind of stacks it. You have people, you know, doing that and they are you know, their lives are entwined in making this stuff and they don't really have much going on outside of this. So that kind of creates a bad social dynamic, you know, in people's lives.
0: But, I mean, is, I guess. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm saying. Yeah, no. I can
1: understand understand how it happens because when you close yourself off from all kinds of things like that and you don't really have a a good, healthy, um, you know, social dynamic in your life, bad things like that happen. So, you know,
0: this 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 is interesting to me, but Neo, you do you think that the, the, the comic, comic shop syndrome, syndrome is behind you know, all this? And, and if I, you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I mean, to having I run a comic shop, a lot, a of, lot of individuals you know, that are into geekery, geekery. have yeah. a bit, a of, bit of, of a social of imbalance. imbalance.
2: Zero charisma? Um, yeah, I mean, flash uh, uh, flashback to E.T. there. Um... Yeah, there's an aspect of that there. I think, you know, uh, I got a couple ideas. There's a there's a local radio station here that I listen to usually in the mornings on the way to work, and the the regular morning show. It's a guy and a gal, and there's a third guy that actually works at another radio station that the company owns, but he comes onto the morning show basically to be the picked on guy. So whatever. and and so he's you oh shut up are we talking about about our podcast no shut up anyway um but there's times where the gal yeah they all don't aren't there every day like the the color guy he's only there a couple three times a week and and you know sometimes the guy or the gal might be gone but whenever the gal is gone it's usually they'll usually have the color guy and the color i mean like flavor not anyway you know what i mean color commentator, color announcer. yeah yeah color commentator um, and and, and then the regular, <laughs> and then the regular DJ there, and then they call it the boys' club, and it's definitely a different show when it's just the two of them on, than when the the gal is also there. So there is something about a bunch of guys who have similar interests, and they they they, they behave differently than they would if they're in a more uh, mixed environment. I mean, I have an example of the exact extreme opposite of this. I mean, I, I was on the verge of having a, a complaint lodged against me because the pronunciation of my last name is similar to a racial slur. And somebody believed that I said my name in a way that I was somehow actually saying the racial slur instead of my last name. And wow. and, and so I, I, you've got an example of that. And then you've got this, and you know some of this kind of stuff was touched on in what was it season five of the Guild, season six too a little bit, um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't understand. I don't I don't know how. I, I can understand if you've got a, a dev shop and it's you know twelve guys and one girl. I understand that the dynamic there probably isn't as uh friendly necessarily, I guess would be the word I would choose, as like where I work where it's probably closer to 50-50, maybe 60-40 in flavor in favor of women, actually. So uh you know that I think there there is something about when girls aren't around, guys just get raunchier. It just it happens. But now what's happening with these guys is they're letting it carry through into environments where that's no longer true. And they're again, I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's inexperience. I don't know if it's just downright social awkwardness and lack of understanding how to deal with people. But yeah, I, I I don't, I don't get it. That
0: the the women in these cases should report or, or, because Because most of them say that they, they let it slide because they don't want to make waves because they're fear fear for their job.
2: Right. Right. And then that, that therein lies the problem again, if you're, if you're talking about an industry in either way, that's dominated by one sex or the other. You can't, there is definitely a fear that if you say anything, you know, you're going to be, you know, outcast or ostracized or blacklisted. Um, I think that it's incumbent on the leadership, male or female, of the industry to set the tone. You know, you're not going to get a room full of code monkeys to change on their own. They're just not. I mean, if if that's the way they're behaving and they're allowed to behave that way, that's what's going to happen. So it really comes down to the leaders and managers in the industry to to set the tone. Now I, you know, what? Uh, which which was it? Who is it that's got the the female CEO?
1: Oh, uh, Yahoo.
2: Well, no, it was a game company. You
1: talking about that what? game company?
2: Was it that game company?
1: I thought it was I mean, a bigger one than that. But I'm anyway, not sure you know, on top of that game company is, is led by.
2: I, I um, thought it was a guy, well, but, but I know, I know there's, I know there's a, somebody
1: high up that does a lot of talking. That's uh, for them. Yeah, yeah, it might be so, might be the creative director.
2: Maybe that's what it is. But I, th- I thought there was a, a relatively large company that had a female CEO there, or COO. There or, is. I know what
0: you're uh, talking about, yeah, but I can't yeah. think of the name of the.
2: But you know how how does that how does that company work? Is, is, it, is it different? Monica. Sony, yeah, Santa, uh, Sony, Monica San, Santa, Santa Monica, Sony,
0: Santa Monica Studios.
2: So well, Sony's a bigger company in and of itself, so that may be less of an issue at some place like that. Anyway, but. It, it, and I don't know. Some of this, I think, is just yeah, some of it is workplace, and it's bad. And some of this is just the the raunchy, stupid media that we have these days, where you know the official media is bad enough, and then you get every kid with a webcam and a and a, and a podcast, ha ha, that that thinks they can go out and just do whatever they want. And you know, freedom of the press, free speech, blah. It doesn't matter. Well, okay, yeah, you can have your free speech, but then I reserve the right to kick your ass when you're an idiot.
0: And that's a threat from Neo-Sapien to all of you. <laughs> anyway, I've done rambling. So, so Burgundy, Burgundy, what would you like to discuss next? We're at the 57-minute mark.
1: We've got to talk about a little bit of uh, Injustice Gods Among Us. Yes, we do. The, uh, I really wasn't aware of the whole comic book tie-in. So I'm finding that interesting. So you guys can speak about that.
0: Yeah. um, There was a, I think it's up to 13 issues now. Really? Yeah. There is a a tie-in being put out by DC digital only um, that illustrates the event leading up to uh, the video game. And I have to say it's very well written. Possibly the, one of the better things I've read this year. I definitely comics.
1: need to check that out because the the whole bits of the story that they... I mean, you start off, I guess, after all the major events, and they touch on a little bit, and it sounds insane.
0: It's... it's uh, I have to say that, you know, they have done... And I don't think it's spoilers to set up the beginning of the game because they do tell you in the first, I don't know, 26. Twenty seconds scene, of the game. Yeah. But basically what happens in the in the comics um is uh Joker and Lex team up. Joker has decided that he's not having any fun with Batman anymore, so he decides to pick on Superman because Superman is a Boy Scout and is more gullible. And he gets Scarecrow's fear toxin and um captures Lois. Lex and and Joker capture Lois... And Lex is kind of pulling the strings in the background... So you don't see him in the comics much... But So it seems like it's all Joker's idea... Uh... Joker and Harley capture Lois... Um... And when Superman arrives... They use the fear toxin on him... And he thinks Lois is doomsday... And he... Takes Lois into the... Outer atmosphere... Um... And he had just discovered that day that Lois was pregnant. And so basically Superman kills Lois and their unborn son and uh, comes back and kills Joker and says, you all have been... W- you. None, this is not going to continue anymore. There will be no more violence. There will be no more crime. And Wonder Woman basically says, I've been waiting since I met you, for you to say this. And they create a one-world government uh, that keeps violence out of action. And they take over the world, and they subjugate everyone. And if you're not with them, you're against them, and you're eradicated. Pretty much. So, yeah. (laughs) It's really light reading.
1: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um the game itself. Um it's you know it's done by uh Nether Realms who did you know the last Mortal Kombat game, which was awesome for anybody that you know played it and raved about it. It brought it back to like everything they loved about the original, you know, whatever what everybody loved about the original Mortal Kombat games when they were good. And you know, it was great gameplay, fun story, just lots to do in the game. They carried it out to you know, they fleshed it out for this. You have great multi-tiered environments. You have an awesome fight system. You have a great list of characters. I mean, it's got everybody, you know, it's worthwhile in it. Um, you you have, have seen
0: the the first confirmed download character, yes? Uh, no, actually. It's Lobo. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes, the main man of the DC universe. That is and awesome. I cannot wait. But
1: that's that causes a problem, though, because he can't be beaten.
0: Well, you know, if you really want to get down to it, neither can Superman. But <laughs> but here we are. It's a fighting game, so you got to you got to have a little suspension of disbelief.
1: They do have some awesome stuff. I love the uh, there's tons of interactive environments in the game. Like there's uh you know, there's a scene in like the Arkham Asylum where there's just like um you you fight and you get sent down to I guess like where the kitchen is or something like that and there's this big slab of like beef or hog or something that's just like hanging on one of those chains that they can, you know, roll around. But if yeah. you're close to it, you hit a button and you take it and you throw it at the at somebody.
0: Well, in the, in, the, in uh, the Ferris aircraft hangar, they have uh oxygen tanks yeah. for for the planes and you can you can take one of those and do a roundhouse punch with it and smack them into a hanging nuclear missile. Yeah. <laughs> on the top of the, I mean, it's very over the top stuff and,
1: Oh, there's so many great things. And then they have like, you know, they big super moves that everybody has and they're all just awesome. There's, um, you know, green arrow. He's got just like a really great one in the game. I mean, he's really fun to play makes sense. Um, and that's the thing. Everybody's fight system works. Um, because there's a lot of like, you know, you have regular people, you know, you have with superpower people, you have, you know, people like Green Lantern fighting people like Joker. But the way they did the fighting system, it all makes sense. Everybody has like some projectile moves. Joker has a gun, he has chattering teeth bombs, you know, you have all your stuff that, you know, Green Lantern would usually do. Um it's man, they just do a really good job of the game. I wound up getting the special edition that has the fight stick. It's just a work of art. It's like they made it just for me. It's got a Batman on it. All the buttons glow blue. It's so worth it.
0: <laughs> I want that stick so bad.
1: <laughs> it's, I'm I'm telling you, it's it's worth the splurge if you if you like fighting games and everything. Um, I've been looking for a while to get a fight stick. Um, I've been using like the uh, I got um, USB Sega Saturn controllers
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that I've been using for fighting games, which are you know the best six-button pad you can buy as far as I'm concerned. Um, but when this opportunity rolled around to get the stick, I'm like, you know, let me let me get the stick and, you know, treat myself. You know, I just got a job and everything, so it's going to be nice. And it is – it's really nice. It's not too heavy. It's got, you know, a nice, you know, padding on it, so you can just put it right on your lap. It's it's really well done.
0: You see, and, and some of the things that I like are the extra modes that they have in the game. Um, mm-hmm. They have a – they have an XP system, so you you gain experience by how you uh, play. Mm-hmm. But the it's I don't know what the actual uh, mode is called, but it's basically your old arcade where you'd put a quarter up, and uh, whoever loses the next match, the winner stays and is mm-hmm. called the king, and then the next person steps up and challenges them, and you can do that indefinitely. Yeah. Um. During the story, they have integrated the test your might type of stuff where they'll have a cut scene where like Lex Luthor is coming towards Batman and he's got to use his batarangs by matching the, the buttons that, that are on the screen to actually yeah. stop and slow him down, you know, the, or they'll have uh Hal Jordan versus a, another opponent uh, versus Sinestro where Sinestro is, is, and you have a contest of creating things with your ring and the nice part is, any damage you do to Sinestro actually carries through to your battle when you start it with him. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's beautifully constructed and well thought out.
1: And it's it's fun. Um, the and the graphics are great. The graphics are awesome. The way that, the the way the story is told, the cutscenes are there's just a ton of them. I mean, it's like this. I mean, this thing could practically you know, if you just want to like burn it as a movie, they could sell this thing as a movie.
0: I, I wholeheartedly and I, agree.
1: And I and I think it'd be worth watching. I mean, I am really enjoying it. I'm not like with other games, even with the old Mortal Kombat game, even like, you know, when I enjoyed the last Mortal Kombat game, there was times in the cutscenes I was like, All right, let me just get to the fight, let me just get to the fight. This one, you know, sometimes you get to the fight and you're like, Oh, I gotta <laughs> no.
0: Or sometimes you, get, sometimes you get to the fight and you get punched a couple times because you're like,
1: oh, it started.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was in the middle
1: of a cutscene. Like, oh, this is the fight. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's start now. But it's, uh, it's really well done. Um, I, I think it's uh, one of those rare, like, you know, really good, you know, comic book fan games. It just seems a lot, you know, it gives a ton of fan service. I mean, it just has all kinds of great people in it.
0: Um, and, and I would say that, you know, I w- I, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan, so I I, mm-hmm. I thought I would be <sighs> disappointed that there were no fatalities, but those super moves, if you can connect them, yeah, are so good that it, it makes it all worthwhile. But, you know, there's some of them that it just doesn't make sense, like Superman's, you know, when he punches you into the outer atmosphere and yeah. then punches you back down, I'm sorry, uh, if you're Joker... You're not getting up. You're a splat on the ground. Well, they, they explain that in the game, actually. D- oh, maybe I haven't. Maybe I missed it. There's... There,
1: there, there's one little, there's a little bit in the game where apparently, um, I, I guess, like, one of the things they did was they created, like, a super pill. Oh. Or something that kind of, like, evens the playing field with people. Interesting. And um, I, I think it was, like, created by, like, you know, Superman's thing to create, like, an army to make sure that, like, you know, everything's in order.
0: And the interesting thing for me is that the game seems very balanced. It is. You you have I'm, I'm shocked that it is. Harley, you know, you can pull off a twenty seven combo move with Harley and also pull off a twenty seven combo move with Catwoman and also pull off a twenty seven combo move with Aquaman and they all do basically the same strength and you have to have skill to pull them off. It's mm-hmm. not you have to have timing, you have to have a skill. It's not a case where you're just gonna button mash and win. Um. So that to me was very impressive.
1: now they they, yeah, they did a great job on this one. Um, as far as like it, it's right up there with like you know Marvel vs. Capcom as far as like you know a great nerd fighting game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep, I they, agree. Uh, DC finally has you know one that they can call their own, and it's
0: well, I've I've also heard that this is going to be uh, because you can turn off the interactive environments and the punching them through walls from one side of the stage to the other, because that's basically unblockable damage mm-hmm. when that occurs. Yeah. They have uh, the, since you have the options to turn that off, they are going to be putting these on the uh, pro fighting circuits this year. That could be fun to watch. Oh, it's going to be extremely fun to watch because I'm, I'm watching a lot of uh, versus activity on twitch.tv right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, some of the combos that people are able to pull off are very impressive very impressive and i'm 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 and you know you you'll watch one person fire off their special the second person blocks and then immediately counters with their special and it's it becomes this game of cat and mouse and are they exactly the right distance away to do it are they in mid juggle when somebody pulls it off it's really interesting
1: so i i think it's going to be it'll probably be real popular as far as that goes i i'll be upset that they don't put the uh I mean, I guess I understand the whole unblockable damage thing of putting the environmental ones in there, uh, leaving them off. But, like, there's some really good ones. Like, the Arkham Asylum ones are just – they're just awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, and and, and I think, you know, the the interesting thing is that there's so much of the DC Universe packed into even little things like some of those – some of those unblockable moves. You know, there's a, a stage where I think you're fighting outside the justice league headquarters mm-hmm. and uh, Titania. And yeah, I was and,
1: about to bring that one up.
0: And they're in the background and you can actually punch them, punch your opponent so that Titania grabs you and uses you as a weapon against somebody else giant that she's fighting. <laughs> I haven't and, seen that yet. That's oh awesome. God. It's great. And you know, you, some of the, some of the places that you go, like you can uh, fight inside Wayne Manor mm-hmm. in the main room and if you punch him through the wall you actually your opponent gets basically tumbles down a hill that's filled with crystals that of course stab them in the back as they go down but then suddenly you're in the bat cave where all where you've got starro and you've got all these uh different um encounters from the justice league and batman that are all encased in in crystal and you can actually break the crystal and let some of them out it it's very very well nice. It's very intricate. There's a lot to explore in the game. Yeah.
1: I haven't seen I haven't seen I haven't even seen Wayne Manor yet um, in the game. I just started playing through the story mode and I'm like halfway a little over halfway through that. And um, but like like the Arkham Asylum one is awesome. Like you kick him through a door. Like I was playing Bane as, and Bane against Batman doing just doing practice and moves. So Bane I kick Batman through the door. Next thing you know, Scarecrow's in there, grabs him, hits him in the neck with, you know, his fear toxin. and it goes into a little nightmare scenario where he gets slapped around by a bunch of guys, <laughs> and next thing you know, it drops him down, you know, into the basement of Arkham. And it's just it's so well done, and it just has such great fan service in there for, for like the comic book fans. Yep. And, but it all makes sense, you know, yes. at the same time.
0: It does. So, I, I have to say that I, I'm probably not going to do a video review on this one. Uh, but I do need to write up a review on it because I am enjoying it thoroughly. And Kevin Conroy is Batman. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> well, Kevin Conroy is Batman. Um, I don't know his name, but the um, the guy that did Cyborg from Teen Titans, the, uh, I believe it's um, Baldwin as Superman. Is it Baldwin as Superman? I believe so. The uh, And by the Baldwin I'm referring to, I'm talking about Jane from Firefly. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it is. They got most of the uh, original um, animated series voice actors back. The Baldwin's uh, new robot. Aquaman. What's that?
1: LeVar Burton plays Aquaman.
0: Yeah, and he does a great job with
1: it I too. I thought that was I thought that was a real interesting choice because I mean I don't know LeVar does a lot of comic voices or cartoon and comic voices, but um, I thought that was a real like weird one for him. And
0: man, he nails it. Oh, he nails it hardcore.
1: <laughs> yeah, Aquaman is awesome in that game. And I'm awesome. so not an Aquaman fan aside from like the Brave and the Bold cartoon series.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. And, and and I like that they give little references. You know, it's like you said, there's so much fan service in there. Just some of the banter between Green Arrow and Hal or Green yeah. Arrow and Flash, you know, it's it, it's just really well done. Really well done.
2: Superman isn't Baldwin, by the way. I just No, it's it okay. No, it's a guy named George Newbern. All right.
1: Oh, Newburn's the uh, one of one of the mainstays in the cartoon. Okay, okay. so
0: it, it is the cartoon one. Okay, because yeah. he's, he's been Baldwin's Baldwin. been doing. Uh, he did uh, DC Universe Online, and he's been doing a couple other appearances as Superman lately. So I, I thought that it was the same. Same, but yeah, I didn't he's, listen. he's the
2: he's the Justice League, and and he's done some of the other more recent Superman voices I, I too. I am, you correct, correct. So but so yes, yes, you're right. The, on the on the DCU. So, you. Yeah. Let's
0: talk, Let's talk invisible. Invisibles. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, in news that probably excites exactly one person in North America, my oldest son, there will be a new invisibles, invisibles, excuse me, for both the uh, PS Vita and a companion game for the PS3. Uh, Invisibles the Alliance is being developed for the Vita by the series developer Novarama Technologies and it basically sounds like it's exactly the same except you won't need to have the PSPI because la la, la the Vita has integrated camera. And since it has a forward-facing camera too, I'm, I'm curious as to how they might integrate that as well. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with Invisibles, which is probably everyone, uh, it is a, a Pokemon-style really uh, style game, but it uses augmented reality. So in the PSP versions, you were able to get a camera that screwed into the top of your PSP, and then these invisible monsters or invisible animals, invisibles, would be all over the place. So if your goal was to capture a fire one, you would look for something red and run your camera around the house, and on the screen of the PSP, the animal would show up, and then you had a a uh, card with those little funny shaped symbols on it like all augmented reality seems to have that you would use to then catch that invisible and then you could train it and fight other invisibles. there's a storyline it has a real video of actual actors playing out the parts there's a there's a big bad corporation a la you know team rocket type stuff there's uh... other trainers out there uh... But you know, it's 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 really kind of fun. You know, the the kids get really into it with being able to run around the house and and you know, oh, mommy's got a whatever on her head. Oh, let's go get it, you know, and and go 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 nuts of running around places trying to find these things. Uh, the PS3 version is actually called Invisibles: The Lost Kingdom and is being developed by Buzz Jr. creator um, Magenta Software. Uh, it's actually aimed at a younger audience, and considering that. Uh, invisibles isn't exactly aimed at an older office, I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Um, the game actually has a character named Hero which finds himself in uh, a world, the world of the invisibles, So apparently the Invisibles are actually from a slightly off dimension or something. And he's able to transform into Invisibles and do battle with the enemies in that world. There will be some element of cross-place here Cross play, excuse me, uh, so you'll be able to transfer characters from the Vita to the PS3 and take place in multiplayer battles and presumably use them in the game also, uh, but uh, again, you know this uh, this is a uh, the third game in the title. the first two were done for for PSP, so the third main series being on the PSP and the tie on being on the PS3 um, you know what I, I I've not played it much like I have never actually played a Pokemon game. But I've watched enough of them and, and enjoyed it that you know it, it's a pretty solid series. You know, it's not it's not perfect, but it, you know, as far as augmented reality stuff goes, it's one of the better implemented ones that I've seen. So that's why I thought I'd throw that in there. One because my son likes the series, and two because as far as uh, augmented reality stuff goes, it's one of the better
0: games I've seen. Disney Infinity.
2: That's not augmented reality.
0: I know, I but know. that's where I'm going to be spending all my money <laughs> for collectible things. That's where I think where a lot
1: of people are going to be spending their money.
0: Especially well, when there,
2: There's no collectible things for invisibles,
0: though. I mean, it's just the game. So you don't need to buy AR, the ARG cards to collect different invisibles? No,
2: no, 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 no. The, there's one, well, okay, I won't say that they won't do that for this game, but the AR card comes with the game, and it's just basically what it's called a trap. And it's just where, uh, you know, because you see the invisibles crawling around on stuff, but you can't do anything with them until you trap them with the card. So the card is actually creating the focus point for the game to do the, the graphics for the capture and the battle and, and whatever. So, but you don't have to go out and buy cards to get more. You just find them around, and then you use the, the AR card to, to capture them and then interact with the world. Hey, Neo. Yeah.
0: It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a tarp.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, saw a video of that guy doing that, talking about that. And he has like absolutely no idea about that line being like, he has like no idea. It's funny how voice actors have like no idea sometimes that they're a meme. Their stuff is popular or that, that it's like, um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Optimus prime. I can't, I can't think of his name.
1: Um, Oh, I forget that guy's name. <laughs> um, Peter
2: Peter Cullen? Cullen, yeah, there you go. It. Yeah. It's like he had no idea that Transformers roll out was like a thing. Like
0: No, you he, know I no saw I, an interview, no, with, him. Saw until, an interview with him. I saw an interview with him and he, his kid's kid, his kid makes him like do breakfast cereal things in the morning as Optimus Prime.
2: <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, well, I don't know, it was something that came out when the first Transformers movie came out where he he was talking about just not really understanding or realizing that his voice was so connected to two things, you know, he didn't really understand that some of the lines he said were popular and stuff. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, whatever.
0: Well, uh, the last thing that we have to talk about today actually happened about three weeks ago, and uh, I wanted to discuss it because it's the first time it's ever been done and I'm yeah. not sure that I personally agree with it, but I wanted to get your opinions on it. Uh, uh, the Borderlands 2 Ultimate Vault Hunter update came out for 4.99, or some incalculable Microsoft point amount, uh, to get this Raise the level cap to 61 So people have to pay, if they weren't a season pass holder, to raise their level cap. And that hasn't occurred before. Should it happen again? Would you buy it? Burgundy?
1: Uh... Probably not. Um, I'm not a big fan of you know that style of you know making people keep playing. You know, pay. I mean, I get it for like extra content and everything. But if a game, if it's a game where you're leveling up, I just don't quite see the point in um, actually like paying for that. It just seems kind of like a slap in the face. I mean, unless it's some kind of significant gameplay fix that goes on top of that. I mean, is it addressing anything that needs to be fixed?
0: I believe there's some patch items, but not, like, for the most part, no. It's just to...
1: Just if um, you want to level up more, you got to pay me. That's right.
0: (laughs) Neo, what do you think?
2: Uh, Well, as with most um, things that aren't of significance like bits in defiance, I won't buy bits just so that I can buy a new vehicle or that, you know, so I can buy a weapon that I don't have the resources or that's only available with bits. I won't do that. Yeah. Now, when I didn't buy the season pass for defiance and we know there's more content coming. So if it, unlocks a significant area of the map or does a significant addition. Maybe that's how they're doing the episode missions. Maybe that's what the season pass is allowing you to get is those episode missions for free. And those of us that didn't buy the season pass would have to purchase the episode missions. I, I don't know exactly what it is. But, you know, okay, I'll consider it. But to just raise your level cap I, yeah, you know, I, I don't. What was the level cap before? I mean, was it sixty? So you're getting to go up one level. I, I have no not No, no it
0: was fifty.
2: Okay, so you know, it's eleven point level. But I, at this point, I, the game's got to start. Aside from people who are just hardcore and are going to have you know seventy two level whatever characters and and rule the world and be on the top of the leaderboards all the time, the game's got to be kind of dying down. I mean, it's it's it's. It's not games don't hold on that long these days. So but, I, I but can't imagine it's
0: it's you're forgetting this genre. It's the Diablo. It's the it's, I got it's the loot grind. I got to keep doing this over and over again, fight the raid bosses to get better gear yeah. than what I currently have. Except
2: for WoW, those tend to have very small I can't, I can't imagine that the return on investment is is that great. That's my thought. But, you know, there's lots of people that do lots of things for reasons I cannot fathom. So, no, I mean, it's just another reason I'm like, oh, good thing I didn't buy that game because, you know, whatever. Next thing I'll know, there'll be something out there that you can't beat unless you're level or get to unless you're level 60 or something. And it's like five bucks to get more levels. And I think we're going to see this because everything's coming out with a season pass now. So if you don't want to run the risk of having to pay whatever random thing it is we decide we're going to throw out over the next year, buy the season pass for another $50. Bucks. Um, otherwise, you're left wondering, well, you know, I, I don't know what you're going to put out, so I don't want to pay 50 bucks for something that I don't know what I'm going to get.
0: And then not gets- buy the season
1: pass for Bioshock Infinite.
0: See, and I did not, but I... I- know that I will make the standalone purchase because I'm not interested in guns. I'm not interested in costumes. I'm one of those people who very rarely buys the season pass because I'm very selective of which things that I get. Now, when they do the story mission download, I will buy that a la carte mm-hmm. for sure. Because Ken Levine has yeah, already I, said that it's... I just picked
1: it up because I figure if there's going to be a couple story things you know, that are coming out and it you know, evens out the price, I mean, I'm going to support that. Um, I did it for the uh, Justice League too. They have a season pass for them. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, well who would who, who wouldn't who want would.
1: Lobo? I'm just a nerd for that game, so <laughs> it died,
0: didn't it? What? No, what? no, you, are you're, 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 yeah. you're, good. you're good. I'll leave it uh, in I'm there. Good. People you wonder what the hell are they talking about. So that'll so end I'm, up our our show for this week. Um, as always, visiting GamersLedge.com is what keeps us covering the news. Bringing you our insight on the gaming industry, please interact with us, follow us on iTunes, comment and leave feedback, or email us at gamerslegendgmail.com to ask questions, give us feedback, or make suggestions for what you'd like to see video reviews of next. Uh, Any final thoughts before we take off?
2: Um, Go ahead.
1: Um, For me, it's just been a really good month of gaming. I mean, my God. Isn't this supposed to be like a dead month for usual?
0: I mean it's I, April. I, I you know <laughs> you I th- I see them trying to spread it out more because nobody wants to be in the dreaded October to December serious time slot serious. anymore. And we still have more good games on the way. We've got The Last of Us coming up, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I, it's I, going to be a, great, a great, great beginning of the year. I'm just I'm, afraid it's going to be dead, dead during dead. the summer.
1: Yeah, I, and I have another one to get. I have to actually pick it up today. I think The Lego Underground came out for 3ds. 3DS. Interesting. So I might have to check that one out because um, I mean I'm not buying a Wii U for it and Lego I Grand Theft Auto sounds like a fun you know way to spend some time.
0: But, I have a I Wii U. Have. I actually yeah. may go pick that up for <laughs> Wii U. Yeah, serious. Let me know how that is. <laughs> I, I will.
2: <laughs> it's an MMO, isn't it?
1: No, no. It's, like, it's supposed to be like Lego Grand Theft Auto. Yep.
2: Oh, okay. I was thinking that was an uh, online thing for some reason.
0: Neo. Neo. Any final thoughts?
2: Um, in a slightly slightly different thread, I did want to do a, a call out to any of the f- uh, folks that uh, are listening from uh, River City Hobbies. Um, we, a uh, couple weeks back, last week, gosh, it's not this last week, but the week before. It's, where it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, the owner and uh, manager of the local hobby shop here passed away very unexpectedly. Um, and obviously, you know he has his family and stuff, but he also had his store family and uh, it 's been hard on all of us and uh i've been dealing with him for twenty years uh not dealing with him, working with him, buying from him, whatever, whatever makes it sound non negative uh the uh for for twenty years, and uh you know it was just very sudden, unexpected there were no known health problems or anything, so it was just coming out of the blue. And uh, now the future of the store is, is very much in question. Um, I had to buy this week's books online. So, uh, yeah, just to holler out to, to the folks, and, and hopefully we'll have good news here in the near future. So.
0: Well, and my yeah. final thoughts of the week, uh, if you didn't see it two weeks ago, Community did a Muppet, Muppet version, version of the show, uh, Muppet uh, episode. episode. It's, quite, it's good. quite good. Good songs, good, song. good hilarity. Good so I recommend oh, I re- that. Wholeheartedly.
2: wholeheartedly. And didn't last week they do the mashup of Marvel Star Wars? I haven't, I
0: haven't seen, seen last week's yet. Yeah. I, I don't watch Thanks the show. Thanks for the but spoilers.
2: That's all, I, that's all I know, dude. It's all over the internet. Even I can't miss it.
0: But I missed it. Thanks. So
1: it was, it was par- wasn't it Parks and Recreation's? Oh, that was Parks and
2: Recreation. That you're right. Yeah, you're
1: right. Patton I don't watch either one. So yeah. Yeah, okay. Pat Oswald did a um, he did a um, like a cameo role, and he was supposed to do a filibuster. For like a, you know, for their local government, you know, meeting mm-hmm. and he decided to do a, uh, and they said just, and they told him to just riff it like <laughs> off the top of your head, do whatever you want to do. So he wound up doing this treatise on what he thinks the storyline for the next Star Wars movie should be. <laughs> and since Disney owns Marvel, he incorporated all that into it. Beautiful. and. He did it with, like, you know, he did it incorporating the into the Avengers movie. And, like, he, and he, the way he did it was just, I mean, if you know Pat Oswalt's comedy, he's very, very much a nerd. Yes. So yes. everything he did was just really deep. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it actually almost makes sense. It does, and it's hilarious. Um, but it go, definitely book, check out the book. video online. It's fantastic.
0: Uh, other than that, uh, I've been watching uh, The Mrs. is... Uh, oh. deeply in love with Star Trek and so we've been watching we finished the first uh, season of the original series and we're almost done with the second season she watched Star Trek 1, 2, and 3 and uh, we've got to finish 3 and then watch the new one so that we can go watch the uh, new movie in the theaters so she'll be caught up at that point
1: did you see the trailer, the new trailer I, that I, just released this week? I
0: have been staying far far oh. away oh my gosh it is oh. I, I purposely don't want to know a single thing. I basically put a lightsaber
2: wait. in Kirk's hand and I will be happy <laughs> uh, they can just re-release it as the star
0: Wars movie. And then they'll be done.
1: Dude, that last trailer that they put out this week. Oh, it is amazing.
0: Mm, yes. Well, I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it, but we will, uh, talk more about that next week. And until then game on. Yo, game on!